going on? This is Frankie Paul, owner, booker, legendary action wrestling, and you are listening to the number one podcast, Atomic Podcast. Stay tuned and get better by the day. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. My guest today, he's an independent wrestling sensation, and he's the owner of Legendary Action Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, Frankie Flo. What's up, Frankie? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, how's everything? Yeah, it's a pleasure, man, to have you on, man. How's everything going by your neck of the woods? Oh, everything is busy right now. I've got so many things coming up, um, and it's just uh, really uh, taking up a lot of my time. But you know what? It's a good thing. It's growing things. Um, it seems like Legendary Action Wrestling they're getting a lot of uh, uh, recognition. A lot of people putting their eyes on us, and um, you know, I'm really proud of that. But yeah, uh, but good. Yeah. Um, first of all, how did Legendary Action Wrestling begin? Wow. Um, here's a school. Um, I've been a pro wrestler for 10 years. and um, I kind of started late in my career, which is okay. Um, then um, uh, my son, uh, Junior Flo, the zombie king, um, wanted to follow his father's footsteps. And then... Um, uh, once I saw his talent, um, I started really pushing him out there, and um, I was working under the umbrella, which I'm not going to name the, uh, the the promotion, but um, uh, we was working under him, and I started Latino Wrestling under his umbrella. Mm. And um, is it a promotion yeah. on is is it a promotion on the East Coast? Yeah, I was in the East Coast. I was working under him. And um, I didn't like things the way they saw it. Yeah. And I just figured, you know what? I might as well just do it myself. And boom, legendary action wrestling was born. Oh, um, how long? How long does it take to have like your own promotion? Like, did you have to do a lot of politics? Like, how did you say, all right, I'm gonna do my own federation? Like, how did you do that? Uh, well, it, it all depends on where you want to do it. There's certain states that you can run just by having a company name and insurance. In other places, like New York is where I, I decided to run, it's a little bit more of a process because you have to get bonded, you have to get a promoter's license, um, you have to deal with the sports athletic league, um, athletic commission. So it was a little bit of a work and it's not, you know, um, an easy task financially. It is kind of a, a, a hard startup, but you know, thank God I had several uh, people behind behind me, and you know, I just one day said, you know what, let's do it, and we did it. You know, and we're up and running. Oh, how did you come up with the name Legendary Action Wrestling? Um, I'm I'm really big into the military and to the uh, uh, law enforcement, and I wanted to uh, name it where I can. Uh, Pay homage to our law enforcement, um, oh. you know, LAW. Yeah, or, or yeah. Came up with legendary action wrestling. Oh, uh, and um, how long? How long has legendary action wrestling been in, in business now? Oh, we're 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 youngins, man. We started in September of last year. Oh, um, our first event was in November, and then uh, 
think our next one was sometime in um uh, I wanna say April. Yeah. Um uh, April, May, June, yeah, around April. So we've only had two shows that were our win. Yeah. And uh, our third one's coming up and uh our first one was uh uh covered by Good Morning America of District America. Yeah. Um they came down and hosted it as even part of the show. Our second event was Yonkers and we had uh uh, the mayor of Yonkers there and a lot of politicians um, so we've been pretty lucky we're drawing decent houses um, for an independent company anybody that's an independent promoter can tell you if you can pull 250 people just with local names you're doing pretty good wow. um, and that's exactly what we'd be doing no, oh, that's amazing, man. Um, how do you get um wrestling talents? Or, or you know, since it's still a new company, um, how do you like woo them over to come and wrestle? Well, I do a lot of scouting. My mom, like one of the jack of all trades. I own it. I book it. I, 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 uh, I, I promote it. I do everything. Um, but um, I just you know go based on uh, I have a poor group of guys. Like I said, I've been wrestling for ten years, so I know a lot of guys in business. Um. And I just, I scout. You know, I scout, I look around for talent, but, you know, once you open up a company, it, it kind of falls into your lap. Um, a lot of guys busting in their way. I get resumes, like, every single day. Yeah. Um, three or four or five guys, but it's just a matter of making the right choice, um, marrying the two. I'm really strict on how you look, your locker room medicacy, who's who, how long you've been training, um... You know, and, you know, physical look. I mean, I'm not like, you know, Ben said I need a six foot muscle bottom guy because, you know, the, the times have been uh, But um, I stopped them myself. And, you know, some of them guys, they just, you know, ask for work and they'll reach out to me. Oh, um, well, um, do you train um, a lot of up and coming wrestlers as well? No, I don't do any training. Um, the last one I trained was my son and. Like, I don't really have the time, but I do refer them to a, a couple of trainers. One guy I do uh, work with uh, tightly is uh, David Adams, mm -hmm. um, hashtag Team Adams. Okay. Um, he's trained Diana Perrazzo, who's right now is a, an independent ladies sensation. Yeah. I mean, this young lady has worked TNA, NXT, Ring of Honor, all in the same month, which is kind of unheard of, but... Um, I, I refer my guys to him, and um, you know, and, uh, if they're looking for training, uh, or I give them uh, an area, a spot where they can go train, and you know, but um, uh, I don't train anybody anymore. Yeah, you know, in the hood, a lot of people, especially um, um, Latinos, they love their baseball, they love their football. Do you get a big turnout for wrestling as well? To be honest with you, that was the reason why I broke away because some of these. Um, Promoters don't understand that Latinos. Every show I do um, is all Latin based. I mean, my first uh, company was called Latino Wrestling League, and um, you know, the, uh, I changed the name for for uh, political reasons. Yeah. Um, I just didn't want to make it sound like it was only Latin only. But honestly, I mean, when I go to a uh, Tiny Towers on 122nd Street in on, uh, in Manhattan. Yeah. I'll get two, three hundred all Spanish crazy um, Latin fans, man. They're out there. They love their wrestling, and I like to bring it to them. 
Yeah, that's the thing, because, you know, a lot of people, they have that misconception that Latinos just like baseball, boxing, and, you know, football, but we love wrestling, man. I was a big fan of WWE, WCW, and I'm sure you was as well. Oh, of course. You know, who was your favorite wrestler growing up back in the days? Uh, growing up, um, wow, I've been watching wrestling since Bruno San Martino on Channel 9. Wow, <laughs> WWOR. <laughs> yeah, my favorite wrestler of all time is superstar Billy Graham. Wow. Um, he was always, uh, uh, he was way before his time. Um, he, he was he was doing things that people are still doing to now, to this day. I mean, you see a lot of uh, legends who have taken something from Superstar. You see the body of Ventura, Hulk Hogan, uh, Dusty Rhodes. Um, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, Jake the Snake Roberts, I mean, he, he Back in the 70s, he had a body like no other. Yeah. Um, can work. He was a great heel. He was a, 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 an incredible, an incredible performer. Um, Superstar Billy Graham ranks number one with me. And then uh, I've got top three. After that is uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, who doesn't respect that man. Yeah. Um, an incredible speaker, an incredible airing performer. Um, always was in tip-top shape, um, knew how to beat the system, because he wasn't a tall man, but um, he knew what to do to make himself tall. Um, so he was he was incredible. Then after that, I'm, I'm a Sting fan. I love Sting. Yeah, um, Sting awesome. Um, who do you pattern your style after? If anybody hasn't seen your match, you know, um, Frankie Flo in action, um, what wrestling style, what characteristics do you pattern your wrestling after? I would say I'm more like a Puerto Rican style because I, I like to brawl. Yeah. Um, but I take a little piece of all the three names I just mentioned. Um, I'm not an aerial person. I mean, I can't come off the top if I want to, but I'm kind of heavy. It doesn't make sense for me to get up there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I I, uh, I study the old school. Like, uh, you'll see moves that I've um, seen Mill Master has done. Um, of course, Superstar Billy Graham, Sting, Macho Man. Um, but I've kind of, you know, uh, taken little bits from them, but that kind of created my own way of wrestling. Yeah. Um, you know, I do use power moves, um, but I will out-wrestle someone if I have to. Yeah. Um, I have a big martial arts background, so I use kicks and chops that way too. Yeah. Um, I kind of got like my own mix. Yeah, I know. I noticed even like if somebody looks at you for the first time, I would I would say you have like that Ultimate Warrior Texas Tornado Conan influence too, with your tights and everything. Yeah. Six pair of boots, and I'm in the gym six days a 
week. Yeah, you know, I always say that a lot of people, presentation is key. You know, wrestling ability and, you know, your showmanship in the ring is one thing, but you have to look a certain way. You have to look like you're a champion, you know, and one thing about you, if people see you, you have multi-different color outfits. You're not afraid to wear red, yellow, you know, you're not, you're, you wear any colors, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I wear anything. You know, and um, 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 the wrestling now. Um, what ta- what Latino wrestlers are you looking at, or that you see that you would love to bring into your promotion? Um, honestly, in the East Coast, I think I pretty much used a lot of them. Um, one of the guys that I love to see work is Ben Bob, great friend of mine, man. I, I remember we had a match, and we stole the show that night. Danny Moff is one guy that you got to keep your eye on. He's amazing. Um. At one time, I used to have Bandito Jr., um, who was another uh, high flyer, who right now is working for the WWE. Um, he's working for NXT as a referee. Yeah. Um, doing a great living. You know, God bless him. Um, but um, Latin-wise, I haven't really seen nobody lately that's really caught my eye. The ones that have are working for me right now. Yeah. Um, so I've been pretty lucky with that. Uh, um, do you look around like LA as well? Like, the, you know, LA is a big Latino wrestling community out there, and a lot of promotions out there. Have you ever thought about looking right like LA wrestlers, bringing them to the New York? I I've seen some of them. I have brought down um, wow, well, his name that escapes me right now. But the thing is, is like I I have got so much talent here in New York, Jersey, and Pennsylvania mm-hmm. that right now, I mean, I think I got a hell of a roster, you know. But there are a couple of guys I've seen, you know, that um, that I've, uh, I, I've thought about bringing down. But, you know, like I said, this is our third show. We're still new. I mean, right now, my complete concentration is getting my name out there. Uh, letting people know who Legendary Action Wrestling is and give them a great show. Yeah, and the thing is, and what's good about Legendary Action Wrestling, it's it's affordable, you know, your tickets are affordable and people could definitely check it out, you know, and it's family friendly. That's a good thing about it, too. I'm old school. I mean, to me, there's two people in this business that I listen to. Um, Jim Cornette, of course. Um, he knows this business like no other. Jim Ross, as well. Um, he's actually a friend um, of, of uh, Brooklyn Brawler, um, who just the other day tweeted out uh, wishing Brooklyn Brawler good luck in our June 25th show. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're... we're, we're uh, we're out there, and I, I do believe in keeping it family-friendly. Um, that's one of the reasons why I kind of broke down. Some of these other promoters don't understand that people out there work hard for their money, and, you know, they, they want to entertain themselves, but of course they still got to watch their budget. Yeah. And, um, you know, and they're not giving them a bang for the buck. Mm-hmm. You know, I give them seven, eight great matches. Sometimes I bring in a, a musical act um, for intermission, and I keep it reasonable. You know, I've never, I've always seen nothing but smiling faces and asking me when we're coming back. So whatever we're doing, we're doing it, right? Yeah. Um, what's a typical day of wrestling training for you? What What is the most important and what do you train on the most? Cardio. Cardio. Cardio? I, I wish any wrestler out there wants to be a, a top uh, a, a worker, you need to work on your cardio because, um, you know, you can be in the ring at a slow pace or a fast pace. And uh, the last thing you need is for you to lose air during your coming back, uh, your comeback, as they call it. Um, 
So cardio is a major thing in promos. You know, learn how to talk. Learn how to get people intrigued in you. You got to be able to draw people in. Jake the Snake Roberts or Dusty Rhodes or, or uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, when they spoke, people shut up and listened. And they drew them in. You know, you, they, they made those people come and want to watch them. So the two top things you need to do is work on your cardio and, and your promos, you know, learn how to talk. Um, and, you know, learn the holds, learn how to wrestle. Mm-hmm. So many people around nowadays, they want to do these crazy high but they're small, good and bandy, but when you get trials with the major companies in the world, they're not going to ask you, hey, do me a favor, jump off the top over and see how you sound, or how you land. No, they're going to tell you to lock up and put a headlock on. And if you don't know how to do that, they'll throw you out of the ring. I've seen it happen. Wow. The guy walks into the ring, locks up, and they tell him, okay, get out. Because mm-hmm. they didn't know how to lock up. So learn to wrestle, cut your promos, learn to talk to a mirror, talk to yourself. Yeah. And, uh, and cardio. Stay in tip-top shape. Yeah. Um, if you wasn't wrestling, what would you be doing right now? Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right now, yeah. um, you know, promoting is taking a lot, of, a lot of my time. I actually turned down several bookings lately because I want to concentrate on this event that I've got coming up. Yeah. Um, but if I wasn't in the ring, I'd definitely be behind the scenes. Uh, I'd be a part of it somehow. Yeah, um, you you talking about the Brooklyn Brawler? He's coming. It was it June twenty fifth, right? Yeah, June twenty fifth in Brooklyn. He's making his very first public appearance, and I say public because he's coming to the independent world. Yeah, uh, we was fortunate enough to have him make his first stop with us. Um, I met the man two weeks ago, and we've been friends ever since. Turns out we are from the same neighborhood. Cause I'm from Brooklyn myself. Yeah. Um. So June twenty fifth in uh. Brooklyn, New York, legendary action wrestling, uh, Bay Parkway, uh, Brooklyn Bowl, the 20th anniversary. We have one hell of an event that day, so we got a lot of work to do. No, oh, is he doing a seminar as well for you? Yeah, he's doing a seminar. Um, it's very rare that you can get someone who's been in the business for 32 years. Mm-hmm. Being in a ring is one thing, but being in a ring and being behind the scenes. There's things that he can explain to up-and-coming talent that you're not going to hear anywhere else. I mean, you know, people say, oh, Brooklyn Brawler, you know, his job was to make stars. And that's exactly what he did. Um, He's been there for every era they've been through. Um, He was a scout. He helped uh, with promos. Um, He helped the talent right now. You know, so so what you're going to get from that seminar it's going to be priceless um, because it's not all about the in-ring work. It's all about everything else and, you know, what the WWE is, is looking for at the moment. Uh, he knows all these inside, uh, you, know, as, as you, you know, if you want to say inside secrets, but uh, he's been around for 32 years. You know, obviously he's got something to teach. Yeah, I know he's been in the business for a long time, and the WWE. So that's a that's 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 something that's priceless. That all the information you can get from the brawler, you know, Steve Lombardi, you know, and you know, exactly. you know, people always probably remember him as just the enhancement guy, Steve Lombardi, or the Brooklyn Brawler with Bobby Heenan. But you know, the man has a lot, a wealth of knowledge that you know, you know, young and up and coming wrestlers and students would definitely would want to go there and get their hands on, you know, the knowledge wise. Um, do you have 
Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, being in the, you know, your company is still up and coming and it's growing. Um, um, what kind of do you see? Do you have like a like a, a five year plan or a three year plan with um law? Like, what what do you see? How do you see it evolving? One of the things that makes me different, and I'm not going to say this, but I want to pat myself to the back or putting myself over, is it's a business. At the end of the day, it's a business. You make an investment, you want to make your investment back. If you can make some money, that's great. A lot of uh, promoters out there, their only concern is how much am I going to make. And um, they kind of lose the sight on the quality of the show. They don't worry about quantities. My goal is to be a household name. Um, you know, there's several top companies out there right now, like Ring of Honor, obviously the mothership, the WWE, uh, TNA, New Japan, um, Lucha Underground, um, you know, but it's been like that for years. Yeah. It's been like that for years, and the independent wrestling circuit has great fans. And, you know, these guys, they go out there and they're loyal, and they, you know, and, um, and there's a lot of talent. Uh, in the independent wrestling circuit that may never get looked at and not because of their talents because they just don't know the right people. No matter what you're in, it's not what you know is who you know. That's the way it is. Mm -hmm. um, you know, unless you got a lot of money, you can pay for this and pay for that. Great, God bless you. No, but that's, that's a chosen few. If you look at NXT, a lot of those guys came from an indie circuit. You know, I want to create an independent wrestling company where people are going to follow. I would love to be called number five. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do I want to be number one? So, you know, who's going to ever beat the WWE? I doubt it. But um, I wouldn't mind being number five or six. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I want my name, you know, legendary national wrestling to be a household name and, you know, and have great shows and have great... Uh, of fans and you know so right now my my concentration just to get that condition noticed and and um talked about yeah um what are who are the stars that so far passed by um legendary action wrestling can you name a few stars that passed by uh right now we've had robbie on several shows uh from tna we've had ricky reggers lucha underground um on several shows uh we've had uh uh, Tony Atlas, actually Tony Atlas um, is going to be on June 25th. Brooklyn Brawler will be there June 25th. Um, one of the things that I want to concentrate on, like I said, I just got a independent wrestling circuit talent. Um, and my concentration is to, is to uh, my goal is to concentrate on those guys. Yeah. Get them noticed, get them known. Um, I got some great talent. Um, I got a group called the Planting Players, all of them from Santa Domingo. Uh, Aramis Lopez, Lone Wolf, Moringa Warrior, um, uh, Dominican Diablo, um, Team Shazam, we have Corey Dillinger, Mr. All Day, Kenny Bengo, The uh, End of Man, um, Crazy Ivan, my son Junior, Florida Zombie King, uh, Eric uh, Jaden, um, the authority of sexiness, um, he's actually got the the gift of taking on Steve Braun, uh, Steve Lombardi on June 25th. Um, I got some great, great talent. And right now, my concentration is to showcase those guys. 
That's amazing. Um, you're talking about um Junior Flo, who's your son, who's also in the promotion. Um, um, what um as 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 speaking as a wrestler and not as a father, how do you see your son as a wrestler going forward? Amazing. I think he was born for this. Yeah. Um, he understands the concept of telling a story. Uh, my son and you, let him. He'll fly and he'll fly all over the place. I mean, this kid doesn't need red bulls to have wings. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, I've seen him go seven, eight feet in, in the air to come down with a fog splash. Wow. Um, at the same time, I see him out wrestle someone from a headlock to a, a drop toe to a wrist lock. You know, he can do a standing uh, 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 somersault over somebody's head. Um, I, I remember one time where uh, they shot him off for a, a, a backdrop and he flipped over him. He somersaulted over him. It was amazing. Um, you know, he's in great shape. He's about, a, uh, I would say about 150 pounds. Got no body fat on him whatsoever. Very humble kid, hard worker. He better be because I'll kick his ass if he isn't. Um, <laughs> but um, he he knows how to wrestle. He did scholastic wrestling in high school, um, so he knows all that. He's an amazing talent. Anybody ever team, um, they know it. I will tell you a quick story. There was a company um, that brought uh, that brought me out to wrestle, and um, I came with my son. Savio Vega was there, and he told the promoter, "How come you don't let the kid?" Work? I said, oh, are you freaking kidding me? Get that kid in the ring or why I'm not sitting, I'm sitting this one out. <laughs> uh, long story short, that guy's been promoting my son. He's been uh, booking my son ever since. Wow. <laughs> Wow, so so your your son always has work. Basically, if he doesn't work for Legendary Action Federation on wrestling, he'll work somewhere else as well, right? Well, my, my advice to any independent wrestler: don't lock yourself down to one company. You yeah. gotta get out there. If you want to get noticed and you want to get recognition, you have to get out there. Mm. Uh, you can't just stay in one place and only do one show. You know, it, it's not gonna work that way. You gotta get out there. You gotta be noticed. So I advise all my guys to get out there, you know. I mean, I just, there's certain dates that they know, they know, and I just make sure they're there when they need to be there, but I advise them all to get out there. Mm. Do you have any um, women in the promotion? Women wrestlers? What happened? Do you have any women wrestlers in the promotion? Uh, right now, we, we're talking with Diana Palazzo. Um, we've had some, um, uh, we've had, uh, wow, I can't remember their names. Uh, I, I'm starting the women's division up now, mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm really, really particular on booking. Yeah. So I'll look at everybody. And right now, I get my main goal. My main goal is Diana Perazzo, and I need to work around her. Um, but I got some great, 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 great references that I'll be looking at real soon. Yeah, because, you know, women's wrestling is booming, so, you know, having women on your car, too, yeah. would be excellent. Exactly. You know, and um, how are the fans, like, um, when they're watching um, Law? Are they rowdy? They're calm? You know, how, how are they, like, you know, fans could be rowdy oh, at no, times, they yeah? they lose their freaking minds. Yeah. They lose their freaking minds. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, it's family-oriented, so I want to make sure that, you know, from the 5-year-old to the 65-year-old can all come together. Yeah, um, I've had an uh, entire generation so uh, show up. I've actually had I actually had an event in the office where it was a practically a family reunion. 
Frankie, what are what what is your favorite food and your favorite music? Um, believe it or not, I was born in Brooklyn. Yeah. So I'm big into heavy metal. Yeah. Uh, rock and roll, but I like the old school music. Um, food wise, man, I mean, I eat anything that's not anything that's you know, if it ain't dead, if it's dead, I'll eat it. You know? <laughs> um, but um, I I try not to eat. Uh, uh I don't really snack. I don't really like fast food. Um, I don't drink soda at all. Wow. Uh, I try to stay away from anything that's white bread or anything like that. Um, I do once in a while, but it's not like a typical thing for me. Um, but I pretty much eat anything that's, you know, I'm not a health freak. Like, I don't swallow down pounds of tofu or nothing like that. But, um, yeah. you know, I, I just eat the right way. But I, I, I'm a pretty big eater. Okay, and um, my final question to you, Frankie, is what would the Frankie flow of today tell the Frankie flow of yesterday? Watch the promoters, and don't be such a nice guy. Um, but that's, that's, I, I've learned the hard way. I've learned the hard way. Wow. Um, but um, but keep it, keep focused. No matter what, just keep doing what you was doing. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, Frankie, plug plug um your website, plug social media, and plug what you have coming up June twenty fifth. Alright, cool. Uh, we can be. Our email is www.nycaction.org. That's our website. Um, you can look us up on our fan page, Legendary Action Wrestling. Uh, we also have Twitter. Uh, Law Pro Wrestling One on Twitter. Uh, on Instagram, same thing, uh, Legendary Action Wrestling. You can look me up at, on Facebook at Frankie Flow. Um, my email app address is F Rivera, R I B E R A, 2166 at hotmail.com. Uh, we've got several shows coming up, uh, June 25th. It's, uh, Steve, uh, Steve Lombardi's post. Uh, match um, appearance since his 32 year uh, career at uh, uh, Brooklyn, New York. Legendary Action Wrestling will be there June 25th with Brooklyn Brawler and Tony Athens. Um, July 31st, we will be in Yonkers. Card is soon to be uh, uh, posted. Uh, and then August 13th, we'll be in Tyone uh, Town, 122nd Street on 3rd Avenue. We got a mega card there too. Um, it's going to be a Lucha Libre uh, style uh, show. We're bringing in uh, Mr. 450 from California. Uh, we're bringing in Ruben to Guerrero, who hasn't been in in the East Coast in a, quite some time. Uh, we're bringing in Cardio Cologne, uh, Savio Vega, uh, Blue Demon Jr. Uh, Frankie and Junior Four will be on the card that night. Um, Arrow Boy from CMLL from Mexico. Um, and then we're back 
in action in September, date soon to come. Wow, that's amazing. You know, you're pretty much booked to, to, to almost like the winter time. You're pretty much booked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to book myself uh, months ahead of time so I can, uh, I, I got to keep it out there. Uh, I got to keep, uh, keep on the people so I yeah, Frankie, I appreciate the time, and it's amazing that, you know, don't give up your dreams, people. If you want to do something with your life, if you want to follow, you want to be a wrestler, you want to be a cop, you want to be a boxer, never give up on your dreams, right, Frankie? Yeah, never say never, man. Life is going to hit you just like the rest of so long saying. You know, life is going to hit you hard. It ain't how many times you get knocked down, it's about how many times you can get back up. You know, so always keep going forward, give out your dreams. Anything is possible. The word impossible shouldn't be used in your vocabulary. Yep. And, and the word impossible says, I'm possible. So you can do it out there, folks. Yeah, exactly. You know, thank you very much, exactly. folks. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one.